Well, welcome to Coffee with Vern, a time where we have intentional conversations about the gospel and we desire to talk about theological truth. Thanks for joining us. We hope you can learn and grow and be fed through this. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, Boker Tov. Welcome to Coffee with Vern. Glad you're here. It's another week. It's another month and another opportunity for us to enjoy some conversations among the brethren of West Acres. This is going to be good. Well, we got Malone back in the house. Yeah. He's got a baby. Another baby. Another, another baby, because now you have three. Three. Harper, what's her middle name? Lee. Is that from the... Did y'all name Atticus and Harper Lee from the writer, like the books? We to did, Kill a Mockingbird. We did name that. I like, we got Atticus from that. And then, it, I don't know. We didn't name, we just like the name Harper. I mean, that's the author, I think, Harper Lee. So. Yeah. Yes. But we correct. spelled Lee differently. It's L E I G H. But everybody book. knows that's your favorite book. So it's not my favorite, but it, it's, it's not just, your it's favorite. It's one of my, it's I'm, one of your favorite. I remember reading that, I guess, in middle school. Okay. And, I really enjoyed the book, but I always liked that name, and, yeah. and because of the character, right? Who he personifies, yeah. Um, that answers the question because well, Anna asked me that. Yeah, I everybody. Like, I got no idea. Well, everybody asks, right? What? Well, what? Uh, what I significance didn't. is Harper? I didn't so, know. No, we just... like the name. My first bus driver's name was Harper. Oh wow! We have a, a awesome deacon by the name of Jimmy Harper. Oh, Jimmy! So it's it's a good name. Maybe, is Mr. maybe he'll listen to this one. Yeah, dude. I love me some Mr. Jimmy. Uh, speaking of, he is a phenomenal golfer, even at his age. So, But uh, we got Brother Malone, and he has a new baby. Um, and he is back with us. And so I'm glad you're back. This is your first round with us of the new year. Awesome. Uh, it's been a hot minute since it's it been has. on. It has. It has. I think the last one was the Reformation series. And I think it's when he dumped the pot, coffee pot. Like, was well, that wasn't the, the last. One. It wasn't okay. It wasn't the last one. I couldn't remember that. That was one of my no. favorite episodes with you, Malone. Yeah, y'all were talking about John Calvin. Yeah. The last episode. Yeah. yeah. So we were finishing up our Reformation series. Mm-hmm. That was the second to last. Yep. One. Well, cool, man. Well, we glad we got another series we're starting today. Um, this is really, this was kind of your idea, yeah. Jesse Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, this is a good idea. Um, <laughs> you mean, what, that we have a schedule? <laughs> or that? I don't know if I should respond to that. Um, but if, yes, if you haven't realized things like this, I enjoy flying by the seat of my yeah. pants cause it's just more casual. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, Jesse, what was it front of January? He's like, we should make a schedule for the semester is like, Okay. Well, we were going to plan out a lot more. <laughs> we still have it. But <laughs> Allison got COVID <laughs> and I was gone for and two weeks out of our planning session. Mom got COVID and I was and out for you were a gone. week. Yep. Yeah. So it's been interesting. Oh, but before we go done. anywhere, did you listen a couple of episodes ago? I, I need to know and I everybody else wants to know too. I need to catch up. Wow. Okay. Don't done. go. Don't, okay. don't go back. Should I go ahead and tell him what you said? I didn't say anything mean. What'd you say? He said, he was like, is it, is it 40 when you're, you just start falling apart? I said, I don't know. And James looked at me and he said, well, we could just ask Malone. 40? I'm <laughs> 34. I know. And See? I, I had a, I had a blurb there for a minute. It was like, well, let's just ask Josh and Malone. And then I went, wait. That's no, right. you He's did on. not. Don't even. You did not say Josh. You just said I, Malone. No, I, I swear I said Josh and there's well, we'll some. I need the proof. I need the proof, <laughs> but uh, All right. 
No, I didn't mean to throw you under a bus like that. Oh, no. it's just, get that out of the way. I think it's the fact that you were having a third child. And, you know, you know that third child, I usually just assume people are in their 40s. Um, I know women don't really have children after. Well, you're having a child, too. But let's just be, okay, I'm not married. I'm not married. I'm not planning on having kids for quite some time. Yeah. And so, you know, that whole concept of children, be little verns, like that whole concept far off to you that's like decades away so you decades. know it'll come it's just y'all are like my best friends but then y'all have <laughs> kids and wives and i'm like i don't puts so a distance it puts a extreme distance i remember when we were we were in wake forest for seminary and we were in our small group and we were the first couple to announce that we're pregnant yeah kristen's pregnant um but <laughs> the couples in the room we're just like they had that mentality that babies are later on down mm-hmm. the road. That, that scene from Pirates of the Caribbean with the black spot. Oh yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. <gasps> yeah. They thought they no. were going to get pregnant just being around us. Yeah. Um, yeah. We just thought that reaction was so funny, but it wasn't like twelve months later. Two of the other girls <laughs> were pregnant. We'll now see, they have multiple kids. So it just, it, uh-uh. you're not married yet, so no. you're all right. There no. comes a season. Yeah. No, we just found out, Anna just found that sidebar, and then we'll get into the actual, I mean, Anna tells me, I mean, all these people in Greenville that I went to college with are just having kids and getting pregnant, and I'm like, we graduated like a year and a half ago. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Not having, not, we're not doing that. Okay. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! But, uh, yeah, so we got Malone back, and he has another child. I'm going to keep talking about that for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. Um, It's just, it's funny to me that you have another child because I, I feel like, you know, I don't know. I just, I don't know. But uh, we have a great series, and that's why we have Malone here because we are going to talk about um, one of the really big pushes of our church, an annual push, um, and it is titled The Love Offering for Jesus. And for us three who grew up here to a degree, we remember this from when we were young. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I remember. I remember like every year when it came around, the magnets, which Mullins brought back. <laughs> I, my mom still has some of those. I think somewhere the oh, old school man. square ones. Um, and so you know the whole concept. Yeah, there it is. There's the new one. The and that one looks really good. I took it upon myself to make it not look like <laughs> the, the old school ones. ones. That one looks Jesse. really good. I like that one a lot. Oh, and so, good. Um, but it's time for that love offering for Jesus push. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not even going to talk a lot about it because, Mom, that's kind of your area. I mean, I know what it is. Me and Jesse could talk about what it is, yeah. but it's more of something that you're directly in leadership of. But uh, we felt that we should do a series wrapped around the love offering for Jesus. And this kind of comes from Jesse's concept and thought. But it has to do exactly with missions. Right. And so we've had, we've talked some missions. We had David Nowling on here. We talked missions. And so Malone being the pastor that leads in these aspects and missions and leading this offering, we're like, you know what? Let's get our brother up here. Uh, by the way, your video on Sunday, very Kyle Eidelman like. I yes. didn't even know why they were calling it Kyle Eidelman like yesterday. But apparently you look like him, is what I was told. That's the director. Move like him. I mean, you know, when we were talking about ideas for the video, I said, well, let's just go ahead and pull a Kyle Adelman, put you on a location, get you to talk and walk with the camera. It was good. Really, I'm going to give it to you, dude. That walking in a down straight. Okay. How many takes was that? One. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was it was four. Well, I mean, it was good. It was really good. I'll tell you, it was terrifying because we were on the boardwalk. And, and you didn't Greek. know where you were going, did I didn't you? know where the end yeah, was. walking backwards. Yeah. No. Yeah. Terrifying. Sketchy. But good job, Malone. Good job, Jesse. Y'all did really uh, good with me. that. I, his, I really thought it was good. His words. And so... That sets up everything. So if you haven't seen that video, they're going to show it a, two more Sundays, I two think. Sundays. Yep. I'll, and put it, so, I'll put it online too. So, um, But it, it was uh, kind of the big opening to the love offering for Jesus. One question I had, is this always in February? Do we always do this in February? Well, we, we try to do, we, we want to talk about it year-round. Right. It's a year-round offering. Right. But we try to do an emphasis because in the past we've historically done a love offering for Jesus Sunday. Like commitment and, cards and, we and all. We did a commitment card mm-hmm. um, where we just do a big focus on that. And that's helpful to some people, but other folks, you know, we've had a lot of folks throughout the years give to LOFJ, right. love mm-hmm. offering for Jesus, that don't need a card. Yeah. Um, right, right. You don't necessarily need it. It just helps you stay on track. Right. And uh, we're not doing that this year. Um, we'll see how that goes, but I think our folks will be faithful. The Lord will provide. Yeah. Well, Malone, I'm going to give it to you. Uh, you can... You can go about it however you want. If you want to just talk about what it is first, how, whatever you've got planned, we're going to kind of let you lead the trajectory of this conversation today for however long you desire um, so that our people can, if you don't really know what the love offering for Jesus is, this is a great opportunity for you to learn, but also it'd be a great push that maybe the Lord would lead you to give in this way so that we can reach others. And so Malone, take it, brother. All right. Well, uh, the love offering for Jesus. I know we you, you hear the word offering. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason we talk about that so much at West Acres, it's very synonymous with missions because it finances our missions. Um, really, uh, we can't have missions without giving. Um, you you can't send people. You can't support people. I mean, you, you got to have funding. Even yeah. Jesus had someone that took care of finances in the group, even mm-hmm. though that was. Judas, so don't call me Judas. Um, but, <laughs> oh my uh, Lord. Oh, but it is an offering at, that we do at West Acres. Now, an offering is different from the tithe. Uh, I would consider, and people see this differently, but the tithe is the first fruits of a person's income. Um, we look throughout Scripture, a, a good example of the tithe is 10%. Um, so this offering goes above and beyond a tithe. and. Mm-hmm. We try to communicate that to our people that, hey, uh, we'd rather you tithe before, before you give to LOFJ because this goes above and beyond. Um, and we see that throughout Scripture that there were offerings. Uh, the, the Corinthian church, Paul did a relief offering for Jerusalem. Uh, it was much uh, similar to that. But uh, our church already gives to missions um, through our general giving yeah through our tithes we already give to missions right and we have this thing called the cooperative program um now if you're a millennial or you haven't been in the (laughs) southern baptist life long uh you're probably like what is that and i'll be honest with you i uh, before i went to seminary i didn't know what the cooperative program was we don't really do a big emphasis on it right Um, but if you were to look at our annual budget we give a huge chunk of money to the cooperative program. And that's pretty much, you know, we have our Baptist faith and message, uh, like key doctrines that make us Southern Baptist. But I would say the cooperative program is one of the biggest things that makes you Southern Baptist um, because you give uh, 
they're saying is this, that we are better together. Yeah. Mm. So churches trying to do missions on their own, you're going to be very limited on what you can do by yourself. But when you join the group, the SBC, the cooperative program, we're able to support entities like the International Mission Board that supports international missions, the North American Mission Board, mm. North American Missions, <laughs> uh, Josh, he he's he doesn't like using the word board because it makes people think administration right. and stuff like that. But right. It supports North American missions, that includes Canada, United States, then our state missions, the mm-hmm. state of Georgia. Um, so we're able through our cooperative giving, which is pretty almost ten percent of our total giving at West Acres. It's kind of like the church's tithe yeah. Yeah. to the SPC. Uh, we give to that, which is a huge amount. But then we also give to those uh, entities, uh, missions, through our love offering for Jesus. So a West Acres goes above and beyond in their mission giving. <clears throat> Excuse me. That's why a lot of folks, when we talk about West Acres, we're a mission-minded church. Right. Uh, if you look at your checkbook, whatever you make a priority, uh, that has a lot to say about who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so our love offering for Jesus goes above and beyond our general giving to missions. And um, we uh, we have more information on that on our website, but you take your total love offering for Jesus, we split it up into, into different percentages. Uh, we give 10% of our total love offering for Jesus, LOFJ, uh, to state missions. That's Georgia Baptist Missions. 15% goes to the Annie Armstrong Easter offering. Mm. Uh, which is uh, taken at Easter, that goes to NAM, the North American Mission Board. 100% of that goes directly to the mission field. That's what's special about those offerings. Uh, you don't have administrative fees. You don't have this percentage going to this office. It all goes to the mission field. That's great. Then 25% goes to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering, which is with the IMB, the International Mission Board. And again, that offering 100%, 100%. supports missionaries on the field. But then we have 50% left over of LOFJ. And what's great about that at West Acres is that helps our members do short-term missions at a more affordable price. And <clears throat> excuse me, guys. Sorry for those who are in the podcast world. <laughs> um, but 50% of that we use to help our people go on mission trips and right. do short-term missions. So yeah. if let's say I want to if I feel the Lord calling me to go to India, yes, I'm a part of the West Acres Baptist Church family, uh, I would say a member, um, the LOFJ allows that person to go, and it will support up to 50% of their trip. Which is huge because the India mission <clears throat> trip is expensive. So if that trip is $2,000, LOFJ, if the funds are there, yeah. will help pay a thousand dollars for that trip. That that's huge. huge. It's very significant. That's huge because um, I know we always had the saying where the Lord guides, He provides. Correct. But I feel like a lot of folks, um, when they see that number, uh, a price tag on something that that are limited financially, mm. it becomes a barrier. Mm-hmm. They say, "Oh, I can never. I, I couldn't do that. I, right. I couldn't go on a mission trip. I couldn't afford it." Oh, uh, but that's what's so special. Right. about the love offering for Jesus at West right. Acres. It helps with that. It also, that 50% helps with disaster relief. Mm. Um, it helps with mission supplies on the field. So yeah. if we have a brother or sister that we already support financially, let's say like Bala Singh in India, um, 
2020 is a prime example. We weren't able to go to India in 2020 yeah. because of all the travel bans and stuff like that. But they were hurting like us, um, but their pastors were hurting financially. They weren't right. even able to yeah. meet. So we were able to use LOFJ funds to go above and beyond in helping mm. with their special needs. And uh, we weren't able to do um, many of our short-term mission trips this year. And a lot of folks might say, well, you know, they, they have a mountain of savings with LOFJ. That's not the case. We, we don't let stuff sit there still because people are giving to missions. But there were so many needs that came from 2020 and the pandemic. Uh, we were able to minister to our community, mm. healthcare workers, educators, our folks abroad that we usually right. send a team to. Like um, they had all sorts of needs. Yeah. Um, so having LOFJ, I mean, it, it was just, uh, I, I think of uh, Joseph in the Old Testament. You have seven years of prosperity, yeah. seven years of famine. We entered our famine in 2020, yeah. and we had the saving. We had the LOFJ in place um, to help out with that. Right. But it's just a great offering. Um, I, I know we've had it for several years. Uh, whoever's listening that helped bring this into place at West Acres, former staff, thank you. Uh, <laughs> it is an awesome, awesome tool for missions. Mm. So um, I hope that answered some of the questions. Yeah, no, that's great. That starts us out. I mean, that yeah. really opens up the conversation of what it is, mm-hmm. why we do it, how it's practiced, how it's done. I mean, a lot of, and I mean, I, I think it's important that our members know, you know, where this money is going to. Uh, yeah. This is a great outlet for them to learn. Um, but also, even if you're not a church member here at West Acres and you're just a listener, it, it shows that the body of Christ desires to help the body of Christ. And I mean, borders, when it comes to us giving through um, what the Lord has provided to us, there are no borders. Um, I, I, I mean, the, the trips that really came to mind and my heart really kind of broke for um, when 2020 hit and we couldn't go to them, like West Virginia was one because I got to go on it. I know India, even though I've not been and not planning on going. Um, we'll see. We're not going to talk about why. Uh, <laughs> but um, those are the trips that immediately come to mind. You go, man, there's people you want to just reach them. And then I, whenever it was, it was a couple months ago. I don't know when it was that you get got up and kind of talked about. Uh, it was recent when you got up and talked about where LFJ has been used in the church. And it's just so encouraging to know that we were able to still, through the Lord's providence provide to other people that are in desperate need um and so it's just a great it's a great offering and like i said we us three we've been here uh, we grew up here i remember when i was just a kid uh and uh, making a commitment card i didn't have much money when i was a kid but it'd be like <laughs> here's my commitment of 50 bucks you know and it, knowing it was going to something to help others reach yeah. people for the gospel and so i think that's a great way for us to start it out yeah, you know. Um, well, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit. Yeah, because we have the time um, about the theme because I think it's huge too. Um, talked about the technical aspects of everything, but your theme this year is pray, give, go, um, which is awesome. I like that. So let's let's talk a little bit about where you got that and what that means for us as a church. Well, I've probably heard those three words my whole life yeah. when it came to missions. Um, you know, everybody's supposed to pray 
Everybody's supposed to give. I'll say this as well. Everybody's supposed to go. Yeah. Does that mean you're supposed to go on an airplane overseas? That won't be the case for everybody. Right. But everybody's called to serve and make disciples. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a Christian, uh, you're part of the Great Commission yeah. um, to make disciples. So that means going into your workplace, uh, going into a local mission right. opportunity. Um, that's been one of the things that we've had to do more this year, which is which is great, yeah. um, is to love on our community during this time. I feel like the Lord pumped the brakes. He said, hey, I love y'all going here. I love you going there. And we will go to the nation's. Um, but this has been a time to say, hey, go to your backyard. Yeah. Um, go to your next-door neighbor. Um, so uh, pray, give, go. Those are the three words. But uh, Matthew chapter 9, verses 37 through 38, that verse really came to mind today. Uh, I mean, this past year working on LOFJ, uh, but it says the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers or laborers into his harvest. And when I was looking at 2020 um, and even 2021, because we're still in the same boat, there's so much to be done. Mm-hmm. In fact, when it's the same goes for when we had to, to limit ourselves to online services, we, we just, we missed how, how important it was to be around people. Right. Um, even uh, we've been discussing that with the church, uh, just with our building that folks are having a hard time finding a seat on Sundays. Right. And I'm just like, okay, I can't wait to hear that when the blue tape comes up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, but it, the same thing goes for missions. There are so much, we've, we've been, we've had to sit still um, mm-hmm. in some areas, but there's so much to do. Mm-hmm. And um, so pray, give, go. I feel like this passage really just captures, hey, the harvest is plentiful. Uh, there are so many people right. that are waiting to hear about Jesus. Mm. Uh, there yeah. are so many people that have yet to be saved. Yeah, but Jesus says the workers are few, mm-hmm. and th- the workers are us. It's not just ten percent of the congregation. It's not just the pastors and deacons. Right. It's everybody. Yeah. It's everybody. But Jesus says, "Pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into His harvest." He's talking to His disciples right here. So the very ones he's saying, hey, I want, James, I want you mm-hmm. to pray for laborers. He was telling the disciples right. to pray for laborers. But then you look forward into the gospel, and they the are. laborers are the ones he said pray, yeah. uh, the disciples. Right. The very ones he told to pray are the very ones he actually sent out. Sense, yeah. I've, I've seen it written this way, and I wrote this down because it, it really hit me. If we pray as he commanded us, we'll see what he saw feel what he felt, and then do what he did. Yeah. So that was it was an if-then. So he's telling us to pray because he knows if we pray that way, then we'll go. Yeah. It's easier to do something when you're praying for it. Um, you've heard it about when you have a person, when you have a bad relationship with somebody. Let's just say someone's getting on your nerves or you're just you're having a hard time loving this person. Mm. It's hard to hate somebody that you're praying for. Right. It is. It's hard to hate somebody that you're praying for. Um, so the same thing goes for... Yeah. For, for everything, but including missions. But this is just to remind people, yes, we need to be praying. Prayer needs to be a priority. If anything, 2020 reminded us of is to bring us back to the basics. That's right. Hey, I can't go do this. I can't do this. But guess what? I can pray. I can be in God's Word. Um, we need to pray earnestly. But we also uh, need to go. 
Mm-hmm. We need to go. We don't need to just pray, but we need to go. And I put the word give there. You're probably like, well, that's not in the text. <laughs> um, but if you if you really start thinking about it, you're going to have to have finances yeah. to go. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the, I mean, the, the Lord will provide, um, but he provides through our faithful giving. Mm-hmm. And, and that's all throughout the New Testament. Um, and I know that's uncomfortable for some people to hear. It's uncomfortable for some folks to talk about. Yeah. But you can't read your Bible without reading about well, finances. It comes um, to the root of recognizing what you have is not, it's your not own. yours. That's right. Yeah, it, it goes all the way to, <laughs> we talked about this a little bit. Um, it goes all the way, I mean, in Christ, what is yours is not your own. Right. It is only what God has provided for you. Right. And I, I tell you, when it comes to giving to people, and this goes to what we're going to talk about after the episode, which we hope to talk to you all about one day here soon, um, you can't go to the grave with any of it. Yeah. And so I'm, you know, when I think of missions, I was telling my mom after West Virginia came back just so convicted because so many people have nothing. I'm like, just get rid of my whole closet. Yeah. Someone else needs it more than I do. Because if yeah. I die tomorrow, what are you going to do with all of this? Because it ain't going with me. Right. That's yeah. a good point. I can't remember who this quote came from. Well, first off, we, we do need to be responsible with our finances. Yeah. I think Proverbs says, you know, a godly man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of truth in that. But we also need to be faithful in our giving now. I think it might have been Adrian Rogers. He says, I want to give my money now. Because I want to be knowing where it's a going. Oh, <laughs> uh, so uh, it's a that's a good uh, yeah. proverb uh, for our folks to hear. Well, to speak to speak on this, not ours to begin with. God gives it to us. It's the same concept. If you have, if you feel like you have trouble letting go on your finances, um, it's the same thing for people who th- who have a hard time witnessing or going to talk about Jesus with other people. We're not the ones talking to those people about Jesus. It's the Holy Spirit through us that God has given us. So it's nothing that we have that we can give money or ourselves. So I think if we recognize that, it makes it a little easier. Yeah, it just has to, all of this circles around the whole concept of recognizing our life is not our own. Right. That's the whole premise of all of it. And, um, you know, yeah, I'm scared to death to go to India. But if the Lord calls, <laughs> I have to realize my life is not my own go. Right. And it's not because scared of death. Right. <laughs> Y'all know why I'm scared to go to India. Yeah. So we'll talk about India another episode. One, yeah. One day. <laughs> his, his grace is sufficient for you. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. James will be on the next plane to India. That's right. Then this will be his testimony. Because, you know, I never wanted to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad the Lord sent me. So, oh, gosh. This is a great offering. And, and again, uh, just want to encourage our folks to pray, to give, but also when that opportunity comes to serve, to serve. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's opportunities now. Yes. Right, right, right. So I know some folks want to send George, Abraham, Andrew, maybe Harriet Tubman later on. Yeah. <laughs> those are my missionaries. You look um, lost. But those are the are folks lost? on the U.S. currency, our president's. I was lost. Okay, for a there minute. you go. I was like, <laughs> I don't need to go. I'll send those guys. No, yeah. I don't. started going. These guys <laughs> didn't go on mission trips. But yeah, we need folks to give, but we also, 
We're told to go. We're told to go. Yes. Yeah. We're told to go. Absolutely. Um, so. Well, in going, we have to, I mean, because when I was a kid, I, I mean, my immediate thought was going must mean I have to go all the way to Africa or yeah. something. Going could be to yeah. your neighbors next door. Yeah. yeah. And Going's it, going to your mailbox. And when you right. see your neighbor out in the yard uh, doing yard work. That's right. Going and saying, hey, how are you doing? Um, starting that conversation with them. Letting them see Christ yeah. right. in what? you. And also, I mean. Go Matt Chandler, explicit gospel. <laughs> yeah, right. actually sharing it with him one day. Yeah, right. Um, so it, there's a there's a quote. Doctor Oswald J. Smith used to say, "The light that shines the farthest will shine the brightest at home." Oh, so. oh, yeah, that's good. Oh, Jesse, you always got the fruit <laughs> over there. Always got something good to top it off at the end. Always. Well. This is good stuff, Malone. This is real good stuff. I appreciate you uh, coming on and helping us out for this month. Hey, yeah. Well, I'm just glad. I mean, I, this is not something I started. I just I get to be a part of it. That's right. Um, but it is, again, just a great thing we have here at West Acres. Mm-hmm. It's an offering. It goes above and beyond the tithe. Um, we do have several ways you can give to LOFJ. I, I tell folks this, hey, because I know everybody's, you know, finances are different. Some folks Maybe you just want to give a one-time gift, mm-hmm. uh, saying, yeah. "Hey, I, I don't know if I can do this monthly, but I could give this one-time gift." Right. But then we have some folks that say, "Hey, I want to make this part of my regular uh, giving." So they not only give their tithe, but they give a, a gift to LOFJ uh, right. throughout the year. So, so everybody's different. Um, but it is an awesome offering, and uh, it, it it's what really it's synonymous with missions. At West Acres, um, we, we, because this helps us do what we do mm-hmm. with missions. This helps us. <laughs> it, it goes beyond what I can even yeah. say on a podcast. So, yeah. right. We have a lot more information on our website, too. We have, yes. if you're wondering, a little more information about where each section of LOFJ goes to. Um, we had, a, I think it was a five part series we did last year, little information videos um, that you can go watch. Uh, and they'll give you more information about those things too. So, yeah, some good stuff. So, well, I'm looking forward to the weeks to come as we kind of dive deeper into this uh, for sure. But um, big thanks to Brother Malone coming back with us, Brethren Morse. Uh, <laughs> glad to have you back in the house, and glad to have you back at work. Uh, got the the fan, uh, the boys all back together. Yeah, boys I told, are back in town. I told Jesse when you were out. Um, you know if I. If we didn't have a baby on the way, I was wanting to hijack your podcast. We were going to call it Coffee with Malone. Instead of having you. And we were going to phone call Brethren Vern. Dude, that would have been awesome. But, I mean, maybe next time. Next time I'm out, let's do it. That would be awesome. You would have to sit in this chair. I was about to say, you have to sit in that chair. Um, And you might have to get a hat and put it back. I'll go to Escape Outdoors and (laughs) get, get a sweatshirt and... You could, you could look. He's wearing one today. Sponsoring. You could literally wear anything from that store, and you would be James. Shout out to my boy at Escape Outdoors. Yeah, dude, I own like half the store. I swear. But uh, well, this has been good. Praying you have a blessed week. Uh, come back and see us the rest of this series as we dive deeper into this love offering and missions with our brother Malone. But we'll see you next week. Until then, Shabbat Shalom. Go in peace. <laughs>